Okay, good morning everyone. 10 Minutes of Meaning is sponsored for the year by Becky and Avi Katz. In memory of Becky's father, David Grossman, we're learning Mesilas Asharim. We have been inspired by the Ramchal, Mesilas Asharim, who has been uh, giving us a direction and path towards realizing the best version of ourselves. We're in the fifth parak, which is dealing with the factors that undermine vigilance. The first quality that the Ramchal has identified in order to live a life that is the best version of ourselves is the quality of mindfulness, of consciousness, of being vigilant, of being present and thoughtful in every speech, in every behavior, in all that we do. So Ramchal has taught us that before we can actively live a life of mindfulness, we have to identify what are the obstacles, what are the impediments, what are the things that are going to distract us or knock knock us off course or prevent us from indeed achieving that life of mindfulness. So we discussed the last time, the last several times, the factor, uh, the first factor that leads us from a life of mindfulness, which is occupation and preoccupation with worldly matters. The more consumed we are with the news cycle and the stock market and sports, with social media, and the more we are distracted and absolutely relentlessly burdened with all the noise that's going on around us, how can one possibly be thoughtful? to how to best structure my day, should I say this or not say this, what's the best use of my time, if my mind is always clogged and filled with noise, then I can't possibly achieve a level of mindfulness. All of that was the first quality. Second quality says the Ramchal is the following, The second factor, and we see this all around us, particularly in our day, is an attitude of cynicism and sarcasm. People who don't take anything seriously, people who try to undermine, who mock everything and everyone. There's no one worth admiring. There's nothing worth having awe of. Everything is cynical and sarcastic. They mock and undermine. How can one take themselves or anything around them seriously? How will one ever hear the call of Vayikra or Parsha? How could you ever see the universe as making sense, as calling you, how can you live life in a state of awe if you're constantly cynical and sarcastic? There are people who see everything and say, wow, that's amazing. There's something to learn. There's something to admire. And there are people who see everything and say, wow, that's so eh. That's so unimpressive. I've seen better. I could do better. Everyone thinks that's so special. Here's why it's not so special. I often quote it to what Rafutner says, the difference between Koach HaChilol and Koach HaHilol. Amalek is Koach HaChilol. The story of Purim Haman. Koach HaChilol is eh, eh, nothing's great. No rabbi, no speaker, no shir, no sculpture, no artwork, no nature, no anything. Everything's a coincidence. Nothing's impressive. You're cynical and sarcastic about everything. You doubt and you uh, undermine the school budget. The shul's run wrong. The government's run wrong. The world has run wrong. Everyone's got some agenda and we mock everything. Koach HaChilol. That's the Amalek inside us, that voice that says, eh. But there's the other voice that says, wow, that's amazing. That's worthy of all. That's worthy of admiration. And I want to be mindful of how to emulate or what I can take from it or how to be inspired by it. That's the Koach HaHilo. That's the Koach of Klal Yisrael. So the Ramchal writes that a person who's consumed by cynicism and sarcasm, a person who mocks and undermines, that person is drowning in a sea and can't save themselves. If you're frivolous about it, everything's a joke. Everything's a joking matter. Everything's a joke. We all know those types of personalities. And you know what? They, 
sabotage their own success? When everything is a joke, what kind of marriage do you have? When your spouse is trying to tell you how they really feel or something important to them and you make a joke out of everything. When your child is trying to tell you their personal concern, dream, ambition, frustration, everything's a joke. When everything is a joke, it's going to put a ceiling on your professional ambition. It's going to compromise your relationships, your marriage, your children. You're drowning in the sea of cynicism and sarcasm. And why are people like that? Why do they indulge that voice of cynicism and sarcasm? Because they're afraid of what they might find if they don't. People who don't want to hear the messages of the universe. They don't want to hear something inspirational. They don't want to be challenged to grow and to be a better version of themselves. They're able to dismiss everything by having it just fly right off of them by being sarcastic and cynical. I don't have to listen to that speaker. I don't have to take the message out of that book. I don't have to gain the insight from the parent-teacher conference. I don't have to hear what my spouse is telling me is something maybe I could do differently to improve our relationship. I'm not ready. I have no interest. I'm afraid to hear the seriousness of anything. So I'm just sarcastic about everything. Says the Ramchal, have you ever talked to someone like that? It's as if they're, they're drunk. Such a person is a fool. You're a drunk, high fool. Drunk on cynicism and sarcasm. So you ever, you're trying to get through them. You're like, come on, just take me seriously for one second. I'm trying to tell you something. The next joke. Come on, this is a serious topic. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Nope, the next joke, the next undermine, the next biting, the next cynicism. They're like a drunk, a fool. And they're missing the messages of the universe. And they're sabotaging their own relationships and success. Shlomo HaMelech in the second chapter of Kohela says, about laughter I've said it's foolishness, and about mirth, what purpose does it have? Meaning, there's nothing wrong, you can laugh in a way that brings people up, you can laugh with people, or you could laugh at people. The cynic laughs at people. The joyful person laughs with people. Laughter has a place. There's a time to laugh, to be joyous, to have fun, there's an enormous place for that. In fact, it's the best medicine. It's among the best medicines. When I am driving someplace, I listen sometimes to a shir, I listen to a podcast. Often I listen to comedy. Comedy is the best medicine. Particularly if I'm coming from someplace that's difficult, that's bringing me down, that's really uh, challenging. When you laugh and you laugh out loud, it's the best medicine. Laughter has a place. Comedy has a place. But to laugh with people, not at people. The cynic, the second the second impediment to living a mindful life where we're incapable of absorbing and integrating and thinking and being present in all that we do, the next impediment that's holding us back from being the best version of ourselves is when we're not laughing with people but at people, is when we're not listening to the messages of the universe to improve ourselves, but we're simply dispelling it by being cynical about it. When we employ the koach hachilol of eh instead of the koach hachilol of wow, that's so, so amazing. The risk of an attitude of cynicism and sarcasm, the risk of wearing that force field that doesn't enable any message to penetrate or come through, the risk of essentially being distanced in all of your relationships, the cynic, the sarcastic person, the schok v'halatzon, that individual, they're at a distance in every relationship. They don't let their guard down. They don't let anyone else have access to their inner self. They're not truly confiding or investing in anyone. And when you go to that place, when you go to that place where no one is able to get in and you don't share or confide and you don't take anything seriously, you're at risk. And you know what you're at risk with most? Davar erva, 
promiscuity, licentiousness, moral depravity, and corruption. Because the boundaries that normally protect people who take things seriously, if you take nothing seriously, so what's so bad if I look at that? What's so bad if I forward that picture? What's so bad if I tell over that joke? What's so bad if I watch that series? What's so bad if I visit that place? You're cynical and sarcastic. Ah, I detach that from relationships. It won't hurt my marriage. It won't hurt my love. If you take nothing seriously and one brings that attitude, a very dark place inside them where no one knows their true self. They don't trust anyone or anything to confide. They don't listen to any of the messages of the world. There's a great, great risk. Even though generally what protects us, what holds us back, we have a certain moral anchor, a moral compass. But the cynic has no moral compass. The cynic says there is no morality or lack of morality. Ah, who determined all that? Who are they to determine all that? The cynic is sarcastic and undermines the whole notion that there is morality, that there are boundaries, that there's such a thing as appropriateness. And when a person breaks those barriers, when a person dissolves those boundaries, they are at risk of engaging in behavior which is dangerous, behavior which is self-destructive, behavior where they run the risk of losing everything, their marriage, their children, their job. Because the boundaries that are in place when we take life seriously, for the person who takes nothing seriously, those boundaries fall away. When you're frivolous, when you're sarcastic, when you're cynical, when everything's a joke, you remove, you take away, you dissolve the boundary little by little, step by step, incrementally, you take away the things that protect other people until the next thing you know, you found yourself in a position that you're compromised in a place doing something, recording something, tweeting something, sending something, taking a picture of something, the person who's sarcastic and cynical and has no boundaries finds themselves in grave danger. The Kokach Lama says the Ramchal, and all of this for what? What are we trying to achieve? The whole notion, the whole goal, the whole aim of mindfulness is to be present, is to understand the significance and the seriousness of everything we do. Every statement we say, every act that we engage in, everything that we do is so invaluable that we need to be fully present and conscious and conscientious and thoughtful and mindful about what we're doing. Well, the cynic is exactly the opposite. The cynic says, eh, there's nothing worth being mindful of. There's nothing so significant. There's nothing so important. There's nothing of such grave consequence. Everything is a joke. Everything is silly. Everything is nonsense. The koach Everything is eh. So what that does is it takes away, it depletes your sense of mindfulness. The cynic by definition is the antithesis of mindfulness. So what the Ramchal is saying is that the second impediment, we have to laugh and have fun, and listen to comedy, and enjoy, and engage in recreation. The Ramchal is not describing, the Ramchal, we don't have time anymore today, if you understood the Ramchal's lifestyle, he lived in Padua, Italy, and he engaged in Italian culture. He attended and wrote Italian poetry and plays. The Ramchal is not endorsing a life of sitting in the corner of the base Medrash, never smiling, looking down, wringing your hands. That's not what he's, in. That's not what he's endorsing. Live a life of vibrancy and joy and laughter and smiling but with people, not at people. Taking life's messages very seriously. 
So the impediment to our lives of mindfulness, the obstacle to living the best version of ourselves, is the koach achilo. When we're fearful of what we might learn about ourselves, we're afraid of what we might have to do as a result, so we dismiss everything coming at us with cynicism and sarcasm. And if we're able to measure, am I being cynical? I don't want to be that way. That's not me. If we're able to purge that from ourselves, then indeed we could live our best lives. Oscar Wilde, the great playwright, once wrote in one of his plays, he said the following quote, a man, he described a cynic, the definition of a cynic is a man who knows the price of everything but the value of nothing. A man who knows the price of everything but the value of nothing. You know, the cynic is the person, that's overpriced, I can't believe they charge this, the shul membership, the school tuition, the this, the this, knows the price of everything and mocks it and derides it but the value of nothing and is therefore not able to enjoy the amazing value that's all around us. Have a great week.